the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals like you, where we explain that every single thing you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. So today's topic, I guess, is going to be commitment. Okay, you know, there's an old saying that uh, commitment is like a ham and eggs breakfast. The chicken was involved, but the pig was committed. You know what I mean? So uh, many years ago, I uh, was uh, 20 years ago. That was 40 years ago when I was 20, just to be exact. And uh, so I worked the graveyard shift at a gas station, mobile gas station. And the guy across the street, he uh, worked at the 7-Eleven. So this is one of these dead-end jobs that was the hallmark of my career. This was before I got into real estate. So I was over there talking to him, and he had this motorcycle. And I said, so uh, you ride a motorcycle. Is that the deal? He goes, yeah. I said, uh, what kind is it? And he looks at me like I'm crazy. He goes, well, uh, it's a Harley. I said, uh, what's that? And he goes, yeah, you, you wouldn't understand. I said, hey, can I ride it? He goes, no, that would not be a good idea. I said, come on. You know, I tell him I'm a daredevil. You don't need to worry. So I talk him into it and because uh, I had sales skills even then. So I get on it, straight pipes, crank it up, Harley Sportster. At 3 a.m., I'm driving down Indian School Road doing 110 miles an hour. I come back, put the kickstand down, kickstand down. I said, I am buying one of these. So the next day, I go to lunch with my best friend, Jeff Guy, and uh, I said, hey, Here's, here's the plan. You and I are going to buy matching black Harley-Davidson Sportsters and we're going to ride across America, go to all four borders of America. Uh, what do you think? He said, I'm in. Let's do it. Just like that, no arguing. Now, this is back in the days when only greaseball losers had Harleys. There were no yuppie bikers or any of that kind of stuff. So uh, Jimmy Carter is president. The, there's gas lines around the block. The economy is in a shambles. And uh, we end up saving all we talk about every day when we would go to lunch at La Fonda Mexican food. Every day we talk about our trip. It's how we're going to do it, planning it out. So we end up buying one year later. We're buying matching black Harley Davidson Sportsters. And uh, oh, I wrecked mine on the very first day. That's I forgot that part. Had massive knee surgery. Spent a whole year on crutches. So that's that's the fun part. But we still talk about it. So we're making the trip. So one year later, we're riding off into the sunrise, and we go to uh, all four borders of America over a month long trip. We had to quit our jobs to do it. The idea was 
we're in. We're burning the boats in the harbor. We're not doing something else. So this real estate thing that you guys do, um, I would recommend that you do it like that. This is what we're going to do. So most people that are failing or earning way less than their potential in real estate, uh, it's because they're multitasking. I'm not all in. I'm not not doing – real estate, I'm doing real estate and a little bit of this, and a little bit of that. So uh, I recommend that we get committed. So here's the things that I would have you keep track of. And if you keep track of your numbers and you know your numbers, I think uh, you're going to be better off. So I would create a little form. All my coaching students have access to this. But the date that you schedule a listing appointment I want you to keep track of that like today. Let's say I schedule a listing appointment today then, or I attend a listing. Well, I'm just going to give you the category. So today's date, the date we did it, listing appointments scheduled, listing appointments attended, listings taken, sales made, listings of mine that sold. In other words, they went under contract. Sales made means a buyer that I'm working with went under contract. Listing of mine went under contract, so listings sold, and closings. And then the name of the property and then the list price, the sales price, the listing sold price, and then the closing price. So at most, you would keep track of those things and the hours uh, which you spend prospecting. And then if you keep track of this for a long period of time, like uh, you know a year, at the end of the year, you're going to know the dollars per hour that you earn. We're going to take a short break. Watch this. I'm going to lean over and get my coffee, which is setting way, way too far away. Folgers, by the way. Is that our sponsor, Folgers? I think it actually came out of one of them Keurig machines. Ah, oh, lovely. Nothing like a, a lovely beverage. So if I keep track of those numbers, which I did for years and years and years in real estate, then I can look at this weekly report, let's say. So each week I know how many listing appointments I scheduled, how many listing appointments I attended, how many listings I took, how many sales I made to a buyer, how many listings of mine that sold, and how many closings, and then the dollar amounts. So maybe – at the end of the year, I can look at this and say, you know, I'm, I'm doing better with this type of seller or that type of seller. I'm, doing, I'm weak at this. I'm strong at this. Maybe I should, instead of trying to get mediocre at my weaknesses, maybe I should just focus on my strengths. And that usually is a better way to go. So here's the absolute minimum that I would recommend that all my fearless agent coaching students uh, keep track of. Number The one number I want you to know is the number of full hours of telephone prospecting that you do. And again, most of my coaching students want to focus on sellers only, but those who focus on buyers only, uh, maybe you would keep track of the number of uh, – I would do an open house strategy. So you could keep track of the number of open house hours that you do. But listing appointments scheduled, so hours prospecting, full hours, listing appointments scheduled – listing appointments attended, and the listings taken. And then each week, just kind of rate yourself on a scale of 1 to 10 on your commitment to time management 
and prospecting focus. So here's your commitment to time management. If if you can, not everybody can. Some people have kids. Ugh, I had one. And then um, uh, you know, my daughter one time I said, hey, did you know – my daughter's name is Megan by the way. I said uh, – she's 23 now. But I said, did you know that you were adopted? She goes, no, I wasn't. I said, yes, it's true. They brought you back. But anyway, this is just about me. So – but rate yourself on a scale of 1 to 10 of time management, prospecting focus. If you've got kids or another job or some – like I have a volunteer job or two that I do. If that gets in the way of this, that's one thing. But if you can always go to lunch at noon like the rest of the world, your life gets easier. If you can always have dinner at 5, then that allows you to do two listing appointments in a day and that doubles your income for the year. So at the minimum, we're going to keep track if we're fearless agent coaching students of those numbers. And if you want to keep track again of the listings appointment schedule, listing appointments attended, listings taken, sales made, listings that of mine that sold, closings, and the prices associated with all those. Uh, that's even better, but you know, at a minimum, do that. I want to talk about success. There's four ingredients to success that all fearless agents know. Number one is knowledge. Number two, if you're writing these down, Goal. Number three is accountability. And number four is the basics. Okay. So, on the topic of knowledge, there are certain things that we all should know. One is that listings are the name of the game. So, think about it this way. Let's say, you know, you live in a zip. How many of you, show of hands, live within a zip code? Okay. Or know somebody that lives within a zip code? Imagine that you had uh, or I let's say I had all the listings in that zip code and then we're going to guess how many of the sales within that same zip code would I participate in? Oh, 100%. That's right because I have all the listings. Now, if I had all the listings in that zip code, it wouldn't matter if I was out of town, if I was sick. Somebody would handle the business for me while I'm out of town. But I would participate in the in all of those sales. And this is an inventory business. So if you're new in real estate, I want you to think 40 minimum, okay? 40 listings in the next 12 months minimum. So that's the knowledge I want you to have. We are surrounded by so much failure in the real estate industry, we don't even know what's possible. So I have a coaching student who ended his first year. At the beginning of last year, we were talking about the goal of doing 40 listings in his first 12 months in real estate. He was one week in the business. So he ended the year with, I think, about 120. So the minimum is 40. His maximum for that year was 120. We found out what it was. And if you looked at him, you would say, hey, if this guy can do it, I can do it. So think so please write this down. If anyone can, I can. He there's nothing special about what he does. You know, my mentor and my coach in real estate was Floyd Wickman, greatest guy ever. He said uh, there's nothing special about special people. It's what they do 
that makes them special. Um, so Zig Ziglar was a friend of his. You know, there was nothing special about Zig Ziglar except what he did. He was he was the right guy. He was the same on stage as he was off stage. Just a regular decent guy, hard worker, sales guy, motivational speaker guy. But if he can do it, you know, anybody can do it. There's nothing special about special people. It's what they do that makes them special. And then the, the, the fourth thing, awareness or knowledge that I want you to have is that I'm in control, not the customers. In other words, when somebody says, hey, I saw your house on uh, you know, Palm Lane. Can you meet me over there and show me the house? No, I'm not going to get in my car and run around like a first responder with the lights and siren on. I'm in control not the customers. I, I, this is can – I, can I show you how I work? You know, uh, I would do anything to help you, but we are going to do it my way. That's my motto. So I'm in control, not the customer. So if you're going to do 40 transactions a year in your first 12 months in real estate or your next 12 months in real estate or you're going to do 120 if you're already doing 40, then you have to understand that let's say you're doing – 20 per year and you want to do 40, well, what do I have to give up to do 40 when I'm doing 20 now? What I have to give up is every single thing that got me 20 because what it takes to do 40, it, you have to give up what got you 20. To do 120, you have to give up what got you 40. It's a whole different thing. That's the thing to remember and you have to be in control. You cannot have the sellers be in control. So the next thing is the goal. What are the ingredients of the goal? Now, you've all been to goal-setting uh, things and goal-setting exercise, and I think one of them is that you have to be able to imagine it. So visualized is, you know, so my goal with my best friend Jeff was to buy Harley-Davidson motorcycles, you know, and then right across America. So we had to imagine it. Now, this is in a day when there were no cell phones. This is back when actually credit cards were not even that common. This is – we are loser idiots who work the graveyard shift at a gas station for goodness sakes. We're 20 years old. We're, we're you know, morons. So – we, we, we think up all these things that other people would say, you can't do that. Are you crazy? You know, what are you, nut? like our parents said that. Uh, our friends said, that's crazy. You're crazy. You know, we thought, nah, I can imagine it. Yeah, well, it's doable, you know. Now, of course, it was insane. It was stupid. It was a bad idea. But we did it. We didn't die miraculously. And although we did come close, we didn't end up going to jail in any of the estates we visited. But we did come close. But, you know, when it was over, I look back on that. That was one of the best things I ever did in my entire life. You know, that, the, the, the experiences that we had, the pictures we took, you know, it was, it was amazing. But it, we, we imagined it. So if you would just write, think it through, you know, the doing 40 transactions, the doing listings only maybe or the doing buyers only if that's your goal. You have to be able to manage it. Then you have to break it down into little tiny chunks. So you're not going to do 40. That's not the goal. The goal is to do, you know, one listing a week. So if you're going to do one listing a week, how many, how many are you going to have to go on? Well, you're going to have to go on three, 
probably, to get one and get it at 7% and keep four, let's say. Uh, if you're going to have to go on three, you're probably going to have to schedule five because two of them are going to cancel. So if you schedule five, two cancel, you go on three and you get one, and your goal is to do 40, well, then that's your goal. It's not 40. It's five. Five is the goal. Schedule five listing appointments each and every week. And I was talking to a guy about this. And by the way, if any of this makes sense to you and you happen to be earning less selling real estate than you wish you were, I'm talking to this guy today. He's earning less selling real estate than he wish he was. And you're open to the idea of having some help with that. If you'd like to learn more, you can always call me anytime. You can dial 480-385-8810. Why do we say dial? Nobody dials. It's press. You're going to press. 480-385-8810, toll free, day or night. And let's just see if you and what you're trying to do and what we do, if it would even be a good fit. And I had a lady call me today. She's watched a bunch of videos. She says, hey, this makes sense, more sense than all these other coaches that she was watching videos from. She had called one of the other coaches, got very turned off by the way they treated her. So uh, she calls me up. I'm nice to her. And, uh, you know, she's the right person for real estate. And, you know, I love talking to realtors. Don't ever think you're bothering me. Don't email me. Don't text me. Always call me. But, uh, you know, she was nice on the phone. And had no bad phone habits. And she's in Atlanta. And I just said, you know, what's, what's your average sales price? So we ascertained what her average sales price was going to be. I think it was 200 So every time she sells a house at $200,000, I'll just do a little math here, because I have a calculator. I actually brought my calculator. 4% of $200,000 is $8,000. So her gross close commissions are going to be $8,000 every time she takes a listing. She, uh, so that's a 1,500-square-foot, three-bedroom, two-bath, entry-level home in Atlanta would sell for $2,000. All the other agents in Atlanta charge 5% or 4%. Because she's a fearless agent, she'll effortlessly be able to charge 7 and keep 4 and then if she does 40 of those in the year, that would be $320,000 gross close commissions. Usually about half of that goes to your write-offs and you know gas in your car and all that. So $160,000 net taxable income would be a reasonable goal for her first 12 months because she's brand new in real estate. And I said, if you if I coach you and you do exactly what I tell you to do, and you earn $160,000 over the next 12 months, would you be very happy? She said, I would be ecstatic. I said, okay. Then if you're willing to not be a little customizer, learn five presentations, be very pure to the, the, the words I give you to say on the phone, and when you're face-to-face to people, get your schedule right, and you know the words every day looks the same, which is what we're going to talk about here then uh, that would guarantee your income at really any level. So we're shooting for 40, but if you do 120, great, right? So she uh, says, great, I'm going to do it. So, But now she's all in. She's committed. We committed to that goal, the 40. Not the 40, but the five. Schedule five, that's, that's the goal. So if you can't afford coaching but you wish you could, you know, you can go to fearlessagent.com, watch our – 
free webinar, the free test drive webinar. It's about 45 minutes long. Take lots of notes. Go to the video training page. And my guarantee to you is that the free training videos on my website will be insanely better coaching for free than you would pay any other coach in America any amount of money. And if you ever have a question, you can always call me because we want to help you for free so that you can afford us someday. So, and again, you can call me at 480-385-8810. So the guy I was talking to this morning, he's not scheduling five listing appointments a week. He's got kids. He's got life, you know, all that's going on. And I said, look, if if you had to for the next three months, call from 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., then eat dinner and call till 8 p.m. to make sure that the next three months after that, you didn't have to do that because you'd be completely booked with listing appointments. And if you had 10 listing appointments that you had to go on next week, you still got the kids. Would you be able to go You know, for $8,000 paycheck for each one? Yeah, he'd, he'd figure it out. You can hire a babysitter. You know, his youngest kid was like 10. They're managing. They're 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 at home starting fires on their own. You don't need to help them. No parental supervision. So keep the ingredients of your goal. Know what it is. Break it down into little tiny chunks. And then the other thing is, uh, I, I don't know, I don't know if accountability is the right word, but knowing what your priorities are. Okay. So some of you, uh, God is a priority in your life. Uh, that's true for me. I go to church every Sunday. I have a little volunteer job I do there. So that's a priority in my life. So if you share a faith tradition like I do, that's going to be more important than your family uh, because you don't want to screw that up. Then family is a priority. Uh, How many of you have a family or know somebody that's had a family or were a, a member of a family? Okay, so family. Then there's your business. And, you know, like my wife, I said, uh, honey, if the uh, if the money quit coming in, would you still love me? She said, oh, yes. And I'd miss you. You know, so sometimes the business has to come above the family. The famous sales trainer Tommy Hopkins uh, once said, you can be out of balance in your business for a period of time or be out of balance in your life for a period of time to achieve a goal, but you can't do it long term. And then there's yourself. Now, uh, 20 – let's see. That would be 24 years ago. uh, No, 21 – 22 years ago roughly. 22 years ago, I decided I was going to join a gym. Now, I have gone to the gym – every day for 22 years and uh, except when I'm traveling or something like that. So if I'm in town, I go to the gym every day and it's a little bit of me time. I'm not one of these guys that takes my phone into the gym. I don't, you're not going to see me doing that. <clears throat> I am the guy that goes to the gym with the ashtrays on the treadmill. So that's why I don't look like a workout. But I'm reading a book sitting on a, sitting on a machine. But I do go, okay? So that's the me time thing. So you got to have something for yourself 
You've got to get the business has to get done so you make money so you can do the things that you enjoy doing for yourself and for your family. And then if God is a priority, that, that would probably come first. So keep those things in mind. And then there's the basics, what I would call the basics. So the most basic, 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 if the awareness that listings are the name of the game is listing. Okay, get a listing. So how do I get a listing? I go on appointments, okay? It's, it takes several listing appointments to get a listing. And then to get several listing appointments this week, I would have, let's say, five scheduled. Then I would have to be, have, be generating lots and lots and lots of prospects, and then to generate lots and lots of lots of prospects, I'm going to have to be doing even more contacts. So what's the number of contacts it takes on average to book five listing appointments a week? Or what's the number of contacts it would take to schedule one listing appointment a week? So here's the number. Write, them da- write this down. The number of contacts it takes to schedule one listing appointment, all of them, and you'll know after you did it, okay? That's when you'll know. So however many it takes is what it takes. Now, in your town, it would be different than in my town. In uh, Omaha, Nebraska, it's going to be a lot easier, it's probably, than in Scottsdale, Arizona because there's less competition. In San Diego, California, it's going to be more contacts to get a listing appointment than it would be in uh, Burlington, Vermont, probably. So where there's more competition, more realtors per square inch, you know, better weather, more golf, bigger town, it generally takes more. But it doesn't matter because the dollars per hour you earn would be equal in either town. And then the next thing I want to give you is just a simple business plan. So write these down. Lead generation, sales presentation, negotiating, and systems. You've got to be a lean, mean, lead generating machine. You've got to be generating lots and lots of leads per day. You've got to be giving killer sales presentations. What are those? That's listing pricing for sale by owner, buyer, and investor, and then also uh, presenting offers. And then you've got to be negotiating those in a professional and caring way, not just so my guy wins, but so that everybody gets what they need out of the the, uh, transaction while the buyer is grossly overpaying for my listing, they're getting their favorite house because nobody else gets to live in it except them, and that's how it works in a perfect world. And then you've got to have all the systems in place to make sure that you're getting everything to happen. For example, if you're doing 20 a year and you want to go to doing 40, or you're doing 40 and you want to go to doing 120, then you need different systems. You need 
better system. So would you need an assistant? You probably would need an assistant. So at Fearless Agent Coaching, we take you how you come. You know, I every, everybody basically does the same thing in Fearless Agent Coaching. It's customized for you in this sense. We take you the way you come. Some people have skills that other people don't have. Some people have years of experience that other people don't have. It's interesting to me that the brand new agent, like the lady I talked to this morning in Atlanta, she's brand new in real estate. Her chances of doing 120 by the end of this year are much better than the agent who comes to me that did 20 last year because she doesn't have her head full of a bunch of other coaching garbage. She's kind of a blank slate. She's willing to do exactly what I tell her to do. And I did ask her that. I said, would you be willing to do exactly what I tell you to do? And by the way, I'm not going to ask you to do anything complicated or hard. It's just learn five presentations at your own pace. Be comfortable calling me whenever you have a question and get your schedule right so that every day looks the same and uh, and just stay nice on the phone uh, like she is. So uh, that's the secret. It's never going to be more complicated than that. Once again, uh, I just want to thank you for joining us today. You can please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. You can call me directly. If you're a real estate company owner, you can go to fearlessagentrecruiting.com. You can call me anytime at 480-385-8810. Please do review the podcast on iTunes. You can visit us on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, everywhere we show up at a Starbucks near you. It doesn't matter. Uh, And, you know, until next week, I want you to always, always have fun because real estate is the most fun business of all. Always be humble. And most of all, be fearless. Thanks, gang. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.